Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 293, Charleston number one podcast recorded in the basement, took a week off, back again, this will probably, I was talking to Jeeves a little bit earlier before we started rolling, probably the last pod before like August, September-ish, just because of summertime, people traveling, vacations, holidays, take a little breathe before football season gets back, so we'll end it with a bang here, I mean, last pod, Duvall was on it, Crash was on it, and then Cody was just highly intoxicated it, it led him to stop drinking i think because he actually hasn't been drinking he's been he's been posting that he's been like six days sober now so i don't know if he listened back to himself just being completely wasted on the podcast but we had a good time regardless so we do have duvall back we got jeeves then we got a first timer we'll get to that but duvall man well actually let's get the jeeves first because duvall got a question for him jeeves man how you doing i'm doing all right it's good to be back on the pod I had to move to, from the apartments of concord yeah, we were at the beach, so that's why that's where I've been for the last two weeks. Okay, and Jeeves, do you are you allowed to say your big news yet? Or are you still waiting on that? Yeah, I, I had to look. She's standing in the kitchen, so I had to look. This is breaking but news yes. for Duvall. I might actually like breaking so- news for Duvall. Jacob knows uh, I am engaged. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, so. There it is, Duval. I was, I was, I was expecting a bigger reaction, but that was a nice little reaction there. So yeah, yeah, now, I, I didn't know. Like, I mean, I mean, it was, it was only one or two things, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know which one. I, I was uh, like, oh, okay, geez. Yeah. You know, but, hey, man, congrats, Jeez, man. Listen, I'm happy for you. Excited for you, man. I'm looking forward to what's next for you, man. Congratulations on the next chapter in your life, Jeeves. Yeah. Appreciate it. it. So, uh, Jeeves, man, where can people find you on the socials if you want to be found? It's uh, Jeeves1988 on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Duvall's been here. He was here a couple weeks ago. Back again. I forgot to ask him last week. But before we get to that, Duvall, man, how you been? I'm doing pretty good, man. And and I'll tell you, man, so I'm glad that – we had last week off, man. Yeah. So the, the the COVID finally caught me, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. uh, I'm good now. Everything is good to go. But like it, like I said, and you know this, man, it's just wild how it, it could skip so many people. Like, so like certain parts of my family got it, but like my immediate family, nope, we're all good. So, well, they were all good, but I got it. Yeah. It was just like, man, wasn't expecting it, but uh, I stayed strong and, and you know me and true Duval fashion. I was still out running. Of course, ain't nobody, I ain't see nobody, so I just ran. Uh, so I was still out here trying to get these miles in, but uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man, and uh, feeling good, man. Like I said, I just finally got it behind me, and, and, I, and, and it's going to sound bad, to be honest with you, but like I was at the point where I was like, I just want to just get it over with. And so many people, like, I was like, yo, like, let, let me just just get this behind me. I've yeah. already dodged this for so long. Just let me just get this, and then I move past it, and then I can move forward. And, and now I'm at that point, and I'm good, man, and I'm, everything is everything. But if you're looking for me, 
Just Duvall on Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just Duvall on Instagram. Rod versus Duvall on Twitter. And, and yeah. I thought you had a breaking news as well. You <laughs> no, 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 no. I have not skipped. My, my Twitter is still the same. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> so, yeah, and Duval, you were you were already all filled up on, like, boosted and everything. So you just had it. Did you just feel like the flu for you? Because that's how it was for me back when we but, got it, like, in honest, February. Same, same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like I had, like, two days that I kind of felt, like, yeah. off. I was like, yo, what the hell is this? And, like, you know, for two years, you ain't felt shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have any allergies or anything. So I knew it was something. And I was like, what the hell? But, um. After those two days, I was kind of good. And then, like, the worst day, like, I went running. Because I was like, man, ain't no way in the hell. I don't know why I was like oh MJ's late Kobe shit. Like, I was like, this is not going to beat me. And I'm out here just running. And, like, I get to, like, a mile and a half. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't it. Like, I need to drive. I need to run home. Then I'm running back home. And then I get, like, a quarter mile from the crib. And I stop. And I'm like, yeah, this ain't it. Like, my chest yeah. is like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, this, I, I know what this is. I was yeah. like, but I got to get home. So, um, so yeah, man, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Um, all I can say is, is I, don't, I don't care what your stance is on whatever, the vaccine or whatever. I just know that the shit worked for me. Yeah. Um, and and I, that's all I can speak for. I can't speak for nobody else, but I can speak for myself if it helped me. And, you know, I'm, I'm good and, you know. Yeah. Which that, one did like you I get? Never you know. Yeah, Duval, which one did you get? So I got the uh, Pfizer one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. went to. So I got both of those. <laughs> yeah, I went to Pfizer's and we actually got it. It went through our house end of February and it was like, or end of, I can't remember exactly, the beginning of the year and it was in between the doses. It was literally like. A month before to get the booster, but it's still me and Jared had got down. It was like same with you, Duval, like two days of just grogginess where you felt like yeah. you just you, headache, a little I had a little bit of cold sweats here and there, and then and then like I said, at least you were by yourself. You ain't got had nobody annoy you. We had to take care of two kids on top of it because they couldn't go to preschool or anything, because we were already there. So that was trying to take care of kids while you being sick is just that's the worst. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it, like, and, and to add to that, to add to that, so like my dad got it the second time because I think I told you he got it the first time, like before yeah. any vaccines and everything, and he was he, he he came out of it. But the second time he got it, he was similar to you. He was a month away from getting his booster, yeah. And he had similar. He thought he thought he just had it was just sinuses, yeah, and allergies. And then he was just like, wait a minute, something ain't right today. <laughs> and then he went. And see me, I never, I never get sick. So when I knew, like I was like, yo, this, this something ain't right. Yeah. But like I said, man, like I said, it's, 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 I think in years from now, it's going to be looked at as the common cold. But like I said, now you just continue to take care of yourself. And like I said, I stayed out the way. And like I said, I'm thankful it was just me, so I was able to just go yeah. on, and my parents were good, and everybody else was good. So. Yeah, that's good. Glad it worked out that way, but. Yeah, modern medicine can be very helpful mm-hmm. if you oh, yeah. allow it to be. Absolutely. But all right, for me on Twitter and Instagram, J Roll Nation, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. And obviously, you can find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, subscribe, like, comment, all that five stars. And then, of course, our YouTube. They see me rolling with all our brewery reviews, beerio carts, taste tests, other kind of shenanigans we got going on there. So, subscribe to that as well. But all right, let's get to the guest. You've already heard him chime in. He's an old frater- he's a fraternity brother, but he came in years and years after I was already graduated and out of school. But just knowing him going, 
going going back to formals and homecomings and all that good stuff. So Zach, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing well. So, I was just I was like listening to y'all talk about COVID, and I was thinking about like what happened with me. Like, um, y'all know when like the Johnson Johnson like the one shot came out. Yeah. So like, I waited. I was hesitant about it. And, like, you know when um, the news came out where it was like, um, hey, this can cause, like, blood clots. There's been, like, three or four people who have had, like, clots and shit. Yeah. Well, I got it the weekend before that announcement on Monday. (laughs) And so that was fucking hard for me. (laughs) And I, I rocked out for a couple months, and then I finally got it in January. And it was crazy because... I knew I had it, uh, like Duval was saying. I was like, I don't, I don't ever get sick. Um, I don't sweat in my bed ever. Yeah. But like when I had it, man, my bed sheets were like soaking wet. I couldn't Oof. get out of bed for a week, and um, I couldn't go back to work. My my uh, my office wouldn't let me come back. You know, like, you got to mm-hmm. take off for two weeks. And so that was crazy. Like taking off for two weeks and like not having shit to do like running through like old shit that i've already seen like a million times yeah <laughs> shit like that yeah <laughs> crazy man and that was like uh, that was like right after like my new year had started yeah and so like it was like damn yeah that was that was definitely a blow so yeah man but um other than that like things have been doing well like i i got a promotion in december like right before christmas nice which was also the best. Like, um, it's crazy because I'm work I'm working in insurance now, but I'm here for an FTA conference. Which, like, basically, we work with like a partner high school and like agricultural students, and like bring them in to like show them kind of what like because I work for NC Farm Bureau, okay. which is like a, a farmers insurance company, pretty much. So we like we show mm-hmm. them like kind of like what we deal with go like it's one of those like rich charter schools so it's kind of like hey if you want to go down this path like your dad's a farmer he wants like insurance or some shit like this is what you get down you want to sell farm insurance or shit like that so it's it's been interesting man how do you get to that like how do you stumble into farm bureau insurance you know it's crazy so like i went to school to be a counselor okay like um, I wanted to be like a substance abuse counselor or like just kind of like a, a general like couples, like a couples counselor. Okay. And I like went through enough like internships and sessions dealing with that to be like, fuck, this is, this is really like, I can't, you can only counsel somebody like, I, I'm the type of person, like I can't counsel somebody on like their emotions, but I can counsel somebody on like what they want to do. So if they're like, you know, I'm missing out on this and I want to do this shit. I'd be like, we'll do like, I'll give them advice based on that. But like, if they're saying like, you know, I'm really upset. Like I miss my daughter that I've been estranged with for seven years. Dude, I don't know how to relate to you. Like, I don't know how to help you. And, um, so like, I lived on the West Coast for about a year and a half to two years, and I just kind of did that just because I, I got bored with Raleigh, which is 
where I'm from, and I moved to right after I graduated and got a job. And I worked in uh, human resources for a little bit. It was kind of boring. <laughs> so I did my own thing. I, I lived out in Seattle for a while and, and kind of like messed around with counseling and, you know, different, I guess like different fields. And that's kind of what got me into what I am now because I kept getting calls from my family because I had, I have only seen them like, it had been like two years and I'd only seen them like once. Wow. And like, you need to come back and see us. And I'm like, well, it's, you know, $900. (laughs) So, and eventually it got to a point where like I came back and I'm like, man, I have unfinished business here. Okay. So I took the first job. I actually was going to work with Wake County public school system. They offered me a job first. And then, um, NC farm bureau offered me a job gonna pay me more money so i was like you know what i'll i'll fuck around (laughs) like three and a half years later i'm still here man november november is my fourth year okay fucking crazy yeah yeah that's a i I don't know if this is like a family podcast no man you can you let it fly no worries listen there's no way it's a family podcast after cody was on two weeks ago just eight. Sheets, I didn't see it. Yeah, eighteen sheets to the moon. Just talking about his love for Ed Sheeran and just going wildly <laughs> off the rails. So you're good to go. No, no worries on that, man. No worries on that. But you kind of dabbled in a so, little. So what you're telling me is 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 is, is Zach. So basically, you the feds. That's basically what you're saying. <laughs> no bar this thing from it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not the feds at all. I promise you. <laughs> so what was your biggest? You said you had unfinished business when you came back to visit your family. Finally, do you feel like now that like are you, that's your home in Raleigh? Do you miss anything? Like, what was the biggest drawback to get you back here after you were living out there on the West Coast? Um, well, I had a short-lived relationship out there uh, um, with like a, a crazy like marketing girl. Um, <laughs> That was fun. That was fun for like a couple months. And like uh, one of my friends, my friend Justin, shout out Justin, um, Jay Falcon. Um, he moved out there with me, but he moved a couple months later. We ended up living together, and he ended up like doing a lot of degenerate shit with me. And um, so we we basically met like these two girls, and I ended up dating one of them, and. Long story short, she had like a kid she didn't tell me about. That shit kind of <laughs> ended. And um, I got more serious in my job. So like I had to stop going out every weekend and getting high like literally fucking every day. <laughs> so that shit had to end. I had I haven't smoked in, in such a long time. Man, but like, when AKA, I was there. Real, AKA real life hit you. <laughs> real life. Real life started to hit, and it wasn't even like um, I didn't have any pressures. You know, you know when you're living through your adult life, and you like you don't have any problems. Like everyone in your family is doing all right. Yeah. Like you're making good money. Um, you know you're single, so you're doing your thing. But like something just like it hits you every morning, and it's just like, dude, why am why are we going into why are we going to this bar and just like <laughs> hanging out? ending up leaving here tonight like is there not any cooler shit we can do so i guess like that kind of like transitioned into like 
family needing help and you know like i said like the family missing me and shit and so i kind of left there for a while even though like i loved my roommates at the time man like they were they're still my best friends to this day i still talk to them every week at least keep them updated on everything but yeah man i'm in the in the triangle now and it's you know what's crazy is like when you um when you make like life decisions, you think like, oh, like I'm gonna get ready to like settle, like things are gonna calm down, and then like you actually make the move, and it's even fucking crazier than like <laughs> what you were thinking. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's like a lot of what like I like my daily life is now, I guess. Well, because I've I've noticed your post on Instagram, you have done dove into more family oriented you're always posting about your grandparents staying with your grandparents mm-hmm. hanging out with them so I'm guessing obviously you're glad you made the move back because like you said I think we can all agree we all have a finite amount of time on this earth and as much time as you can spend with them like obviously you can't spend every waking moment with every single person all the time it's just not realistic but being close to family and people that are always going to be there for you is just something you can't really put a price on exactly man and like they're getting to that age and like um especially with my mom like my mom needed a lot of help with her house and like dude my brother and i have helped her so much with like renovations um flew her out to massachusetts and kind of told her like hey by the way like we're getting your house worked on you're gonna be here for two weeks with us and then like you're flying to my brother lives right outside of Dallas. Okay. So, like, she got flown right outside of Dallas for a couple weeks. And it's like, there's nothing you can really do about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's kind of like, um, we kind of gave her, like, the mafia confrontation. We were like, hey, this is getting done. We planned this shit for you. So there's no, like, there's no backing out. <laughs> you're going to be, you're already, your plan's are already set. My mom is retired, by the way. Okay. So she had all the time in the world to do this. So, like, we did that for her. Like, man, like, the call when she got back. Like, her backyard, like, got completely redone. Like, the deck got painted, like, repaneled. And we, like, we took care of a lot of the outside, man. It, it's, like, the most amazing feeling, bro. And, like, I'm going to tell you all something. Like, doing shit for, like, having fun with friends and stuff, like, is awesome, man having those having those moments with your family is like is something that I missed out on for like the longest time and like always took for granted and like you know like I was I was always that person who would call my grandparents every night like did y'all sleep okay like I just want to make sure you guys had a good day like no one fucked with you guys or anything and and it kind of became like a you know I, I text my grandparents every now and then it's fucking crazy that they have they have literally like iPhones and smartwatches and like I don't dude I still have my old ass <laughs> but well, yeah well, they're, they're good dude so I'm I'm like I'm so comfortable like yeah man talking to family a lot is so important and you don't realize it is yeah it, 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 it's, it's funny you say that because I, I guess my, my follow-up question, and I think this is something just for everyone, um, and of course they don't tell you about this shit, but it, it's wild how like as you become an adult, you become more of a parent to your parents yeah. than 
anything else. Keeping them grounded, having them doing certain shit and saying, hey, listen, you need to do this, you need to do that. Um, so my question to you, like, like I, I guess as that kind of spoke to it, was just like, okay, so what is something that you kind of look forward to doing? And you kind of already spoke to it, just to your, whether it be parents, grandparents, that you appreciate more now than ever before. And, and and I'll go first. So, like, I'll say, like, so for my grandma, uh, for both of them, they stay, they have, like, an apartment complex that's, like, assisted living. But they're in the mm-hmm. same complex. So, basically, like, I can kill two birds with one stone. Like, I'll go visit one, <laughs> then I'll loop around and go visit the other one. So, like, on Fridays, I'll, I'll leave work and then I'll come home, well, on my way home, because they're on my way home. I'll stop off. I'll take one's trash out, see them, talk to them for a little bit, then circle around, take the other one's trash out, shoot the breeze, talk to them. They may give me like candy ams and corn for me for the weekend or whatever the case is. And I appreciate that. But I think, but I think like those moments, those small moments that you have with your grandparents, and even it could be your parents for that matter, because I do shoot my parents too. Um, but, like, what are some of the things that, like, you know, you've done now as you've gotten older, uh, whether it be your parents, grandparents, that you, whether they, they may cherish it more or so, but you also cherish it, too, if you may not never let them know? Um, damn, that's a really, like, layered question. <laughs> I, I know, man. I know. I know. I, I, I know I went deep. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, so, like, my mom's side and my, like, her parents, like, they came from nothing, bro. They, they like, they both lost both of their parents at a really young age, and they grew up in, in basically poverty. My grandfather, he grew up in, like, a shack that his dad built. His dad was, like, a traveling horse preacher. Like, he, uh, in West Jefferson, like, he would travel on horse and, like, go to different chapels and preach. And so like he grew up really poor and like he was in the orphanage until he was 18 and they like picked him out and he had $20 in a briefcase, a check for $20, which, which was a lot at the time. But, like that and a briefcase is all he had for like however many years he was there. And so like that, it's me so hard, man. Whenever I complain and I'm like, Oh, this fucking sucks, man. I'm not, not happy doing what I'm doing every day. I, I just keep thinking of like, bro, when I was 18, like I got to go to college with like my high school girlfriend and my best friend was my roommate. And, like shit went crazy, but it was like, I had all the, I had all the choices in the world, of, like what I wanted to do. So like a lot of that is like, I want to make like, I want to make sure my, my family doesn't think like, like my family's proud of me because um I don't know maybe one day I'll get to hear that but like that was one of my main goals because my my brother and I he he lives in uh, outside of Dallas now but he was in Chicago and then I was in Washington State so they kind of like you know didn't really have a lot of people to like converse with and so that was one of my main things in the back of my head every day I was like that's gonna be my goal was like come back and like 
round everything up and kind of like put my efforts into something that like I was really passionate about rather than something that like I thought that I wanted. Like if that makes any sense. You know? And and like it's so loose to say like um it's like you know, everybody can say that they find happiness through doing things for their family. Yeah. Making their family proud is, is what gives them happiness. But I think it's more so like doing that and also managing like your own sanity and making sure like your own goals are met. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah because trying to tra- trying to chase happiness of like what you may think your parents want could end up driving you insane and not making you happy in an essence so oh. You know, I think that's it. Always having an open dialogue too. I think that was one thing I gr- I appreciated growing up was like my parents always let us keep an open dialogue to where even if we got yeah. in trouble, we were allowed to debate on why we think we shouldn't have got in trouble. We still ended up getting punished for whatever we did, but we were able to right. we were able to speak our minds and say we don't agree with this, and at least express say, hey, I don't agree with this. And they can say, okay, well, you don't have to agree with it, but. You're going to have to at least abide by it, you know, kind of thing. And that was something that carried yeah. me through. Of, I remember meeting people and being like, yeah, my parents wouldn't even let me, like, speak to them about certain topics. And I'm like, well, we were always open, like, because it'd rather be open than closed. And then you, you got to sneak around and do different things kind of stuff. So, but back to Duvall's thing, I mean, I think it's just, I you know, I've said it a bazillion times. I think it's the biggest cheat code when you have kids is having your parents, their grandparents, like, within an hour distance away. Like, Jerry and his parents are 45 minutes away. My parents are 10 minutes away. And that's just, like, one, it's great for them because it's their grandparents. And, like, that's what I always try to remember. Like, if I, if I disagree with my parents or Jerry and his parents on something, I remember, like, I don't want it to affect my kids' relationship with their grandparents because that's a different that's not my grandparent. That's just my in-laws. Yeah. And that's my parents. Yeah. So I want to make yeah. sure they are able to go swimming in the swimming pool and have a relationship with them. That's not, I should like, obviously I have a, a say in it, but that's their, you know, that's their relationship with their grandparents. So you want them to be able to have that because there are a lot of people who don't get to have that via, you know, right. like Jerry Anna's grandparents passed away when she was 10, 11 years old. We don't know how long you've got with everybody kind of thing to get deep into balls mm-hmm. things. So try and making sure that is, but, just being able to see them be happy when they see them is also just an awesome feeling, knowing that they feel safe, they love seeing their grandparents and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's a cool thing and not us not having to go somewhere and work in a Chicago or a New York or a Washington or wherever it may be and having them only be able to come out once or twice a year, being able for them to just drive down the road, drop them off if we need no work calls last minute or something like that. I think to me is, is is just the full circle kind of moment and just going and sitting with my grandparents since they're the, the last two kind of still standing and seeing them interact with, you know, because we wouldn't be here without them. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom's parents are there. So yeah. being able to see them and their, you know, the final stages of their life interact with the youngest in the in the family is, is kind of cool, a full circle because, you know, you have pictures of yourself at – that age interacting with your grandparents or now great grandparents. So that's just a cool, like mind just, Oh, this is a, a cool full circle kind of scenario. Right. Right. And it, and like, it, I, yeah, go ahead. I wanted, to, I wanted to say one thing. It was like fucking hilarious. Have you ever caught somebody like using movie advice or movie quotes in real life? 
Like, I caught my grandfather doing that the other day. Oh, man. Dude, you, like, anything you set your mind to is possible. <laughs> don't ever let anyone, don't ever let anyone tell you that something isn't. Because, like, that person may not have been able to do that. And so you want to make sure that, like, even if that person tells you not do something because they couldn't do it, like, <laughs> you can do this. And I was thinking in the back of my head, I was like, my fucking grandpa has given me the speech that Will Smith has with his son with his hands on the wires at the basketball court. And all I could do is, like, burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> I've had that happen to me, like, that was the second time that's happened to me this year. And I just wanted to talk to y'all about if y'all had had anyone use movie quotes or if you've used, like, movie advice in real life that's, like, clearly from a fucking movie. I mean, I'm sure because I feel like it's so much of, of a big part of everyone's life. I mean, yeah. I can't think of a direct one right off the top of my head. But, I mean, I remember when, when Hitch would come out and people were always, like, in... I think we were like mid high school, and people were always in relationships yeah. using the hitch lines, you know, like all that kind of stuff. The dance moves, especially at the end of hitch, yeah. when they're doing all those. I mean, I think you learn a lot of those kind of thing. But I can't. I mean, I'm sure any of any and all the sports movies. And remember the Titans. I feel like that those that was quoted at football practice from the moment that movie came yeah. out in 2002 yeah. till now. I mean, it's just. You know, especially the PD, the the PD fumble scenario when he, you know, he yeah. fumbles the football. You know, this is my kind of thing. Like that's been used. At, like all those quotes have been used at football practice and stuff. So, I'll, I'll, and I don't know why I'm the question guy today, but um, I, I know you were talking about questions. So, and, and we've been talking about family heavy. So, what, uh, mom or dad, uh, quote? that sticks with you more now than ever. The one that just came to me at the top of my mind, and it's just from the yeah. days of going to school, my dad, when the days he would either just be up when we would go to school or drop me off at school, he'd be like, this is the easiest job you're ever going to have. <laughs> Damn, he said that? Yeah, you like, he, no, just saying, like, look, all you got to do is go to school. You don't have any bills to pay. You don't have like any really responsibilities. Just go to school, and he's like, he'd always be like, just be a sponge, like just you know, be a, okay, be a sponge, yeah. soak up every, learn, learn, learn at least one thing new a day, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like just talk okay. about that. He would always just, and he was a Zach. Back to your other one. He was a big movie quote guy too. Like he was always in all the military, the Patriot or Band of Brothers, because he was also in the Navy as well. So he would always quote different movies and stuff like that, but. My, that 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 question, Duval, is always be a sponge. He drop you off at school, and just like just learn at least one thing today, kind of thing, and always just hey, I wish I wish I could always go. I could go back to school now because it's just it's just so yeah. it's easy. Like think about yeah, it. That like, was the easiest job. Yeah. And at the time, yeah. at the time, you didn't think about this shit. You just like, man, I got to class. I got an AM class. Yeah. Like I got to study. Like I got to do all this. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So that was the quote, the first one off the top of my head. Okay. Jeeves, what you got? I'm trying to think. I don't, and I, mom, mom would drop us off, but she didn't really quote anything or say, like, I mean, she would say bye or whatever, but 
she didn't. She wasn't like Jake's dad, just like be a sponge or anything like that. That's what I'm trying to think about. What, like, what did they say? Another big one I remember. And they always, they always told me and my brother when we were like, when we were like getting into like high school and all that, and when we were able to get jobs, it was to like always, always show up no matter what. Like now, nowadays it's kind of it's like always show. They were saying always show up, even if like if you're feeling sick, show up and let them send you home. Hmm. To where like they, it'll be in their minds that okay, he showed up, but he's feeling bad. He's he's gonna be like a team player. I guess that's what they were trying to like instill in us to be a team player and all that, but now it's kind of, like, taboo if you show up sick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think <laughs> that's... Like, you know, that was a little pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah pre-COVID. Yeah. yeah, I remember that, too. That's what they would always tell us. I remember my dad pull it, taking me to football practice once, and I think I had, like, a sinus infection or was just getting over strep throat. And nowadays, yeah, you're not taking your kid anywhere when they're sick just because everyone is smarter than Like I said, we talked about a couple weeks ago yeah. how... The Jordan flu game is not happening anymore because they're not letting anybody no. play with flu-like symptoms just because yeah. it's just not happening. But a couple of – I remember Jeeves similar the same way, even like going to college. I remember parents just saying, hey, just go – at least the very least you can do is just go to class. Because sometimes, yeah. you know, if you don't go to class, yeah, you're going to – you could maybe read the book. And, but I'm always a person where – I had to go to class anyway because if I just try to read the book, it's not. It's, I had to be there and see it and then do it myself and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that was a big one too. On top of what you said, just at least just show up in a certain way. But I remember also Duvall when John Fox quoted that it is what it is, just using that all the time when shit would happen. Just be like, well, it is what it is. Talking going back is. to quotes of different people like that one always just stuck, stuck with me. Like when shit would hit the fan, like well. That's just what we got to deal with, you know? Just so you know, he heard that shit from some black players. I can't, like, I love John Fox. But, hey, he's like, hey, bro, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what I think that's one of, like, one of like, the easiest quotes that anybody can say. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When, yeah. when shit hits the fan or even if, like, you're at work or whatever and something isn't going right, if you basically can, if you can't can't control it, you guys say it is what it is, and then you <laughs> yep. move on. You know, so that's yep. like one of the easiest ones that anybody yeah. can say. Yeah, it's not a good saying, but it's one of the easiest ones to say. It is what it is, and move forward and keep keep push, keep going on. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah, I'll uh. Oh, 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 Zach, you can go ahead. My bad. No, man, I was, <laughs> I was just saying that's hilarious. Like when you get to those moments where you're like, there's nothing else to say, and it's just like, you just, it's you have to give one of those like life sayings, like it is what it is, because there's really nothing fucking else. <laughs> like, you can't say nothing, nothing you can do. Yeah, shit happens yeah. is another one where people say, you know, well, shit happens. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, I, I'll I'll say like I've had two instances, man, and uh, so the first I was in college and storytelling time. So like, and, and and Jacob, as you know, when you're in college, the big thing is to have like a system in your car. 
like speakers and all that type of shit. So I had I had I had got a system in my car. Put all my money into getting the system, getting it, getting it, uh, getting all the the wires done, all that type of shit. My money was fucking done. So I asked my dad. I said, "Man, listen, man. I was like, look, I did all this shit. I was like, I was like, but my grades is good, man. I, was like, I just need about like thirty, forty dollars to get me through. I was like, I know, I know you're gonna send me some money in a couple of weeks, but I was like, can I just get this? He was like, listen, this is what I want you to do." And he'll tell you this shit. He was like, I just saw I want you to he was and, and my dumbass, I was I was naive. He said, Listen, he was like, listen, go out go leave your leave your house, leave your room. I was like, okay. So I'm leaving. He's like, go downstairs and get in your car. So I thought he had some shit in the glove compartment, something somewhere. He was like, Listen, start your car. And I was like, I started the shit. He was like, How much gas you got? I said, Man, I got a full tank. He was like, So how much money you got? He was like, I was like, I don't have shit because I split this system. He was like, there's your fucking money. He was like, your priorities are what's fucking important. <laughs> yeah. He was like, look, I gave you this money to do what was best for you to do for your birthday and all this, and you spent it on the system. So guess what? Whatever hose you was trying to take out, <laughs> guess what? T- you t- go to the calf. He, was, he, was, he was like, yo, you got money to go to the calf. You got flex dollars to spend in the student union. So you do what's best for you. You got food in your refrigerator. You do what's best for you. That was the biggest quote. The next quote is just the grass is not always green on the other side. Yeah. yeah. The problem is, is it's like when you get over to that other side, you realize you still got to water that shit. You still got to treat it. You still got to cut it. You still got to plug it to make sure you got to refertilize the shit. But the thing is, is initially you're not going to see that. But all you just see is the green grass, but you don't see the hard work that you had to put into it to get it to where it is. So uh, uh, shout out to my pops for giving me both of those life lessons, which are both horrible in the moment. But then now when I look back, oh, man. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, thank you. Yeah, I think another big one that I've gotten would be like comparison is a thief of joy, right? Like, especially in this time of social media where like you could have just had your best day. We all went through this. We grew up in the social media era, like, Grew up joining Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, Snapchat now, all that good stuff, TikTok, whatever. And you you post like, you know, you got your new car and it could be the nicest car to you that your family and yourself could afford. And all of a sudden you pop on Instagram and you see Joe Schmo done got the better, nicer, more souped up and you feel like shit. But in all reality, in the big difference, you got what was good. You got a car. You can get around. You can get to work. You can get to school. You can get what it is. But now you, your joy has, in your mind, you let it get taken away by trying to compare it to what somebody else has. And it's hard because in nowadays you, yes. you can see every post that billionaires and millionaires are doing if you follow them. Even if you don't follow them, they're going to show up somewhere about, oh, so-and-so <laughs> just bought a, their sixth yacht. And you're like, good Lord, they got a yacht that's the size of North Carolina out there. On the, and I can't, you know, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm living paycheck to paycheck sometime kind of thing. And you can just be all mm-hmm. in your head instead of thinking like, even back to Zach's thing, roundabout, talk about how his dad or granddad with the $20 getting kicked out of the orphanage where he's at 18 now at college, like you just got to always think of, wow, it could be worse. And if you yeah. keep comparing your stuff, you're never going to realize and look around what you actually have and be able to enjoy that or you're just going to end up being miserable and not actually enjoy the situation. Right. And, and, and even that, like those, those people, they've got six, seven yachts. 
they made it started with three million dollars in their bank account. Yeah. So the thing is, is they start with now, now, that's the part that they will leave out yeah. on social media or leave out on certain things. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine, but look at where you started. And then yeah. also, the one thing about it is, is they can have all this type of shit and they can be miserable. Yeah. And you can have, you could be living paycheck to paycheck or whatever the case. Is. And be just as happy as you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, 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 it mm-hmm. you, you, you stay in your lane because ain't no traffic in your lane. <laughs> uh, but listen, th- th- listen, that, 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 that quote was not for me. That was a Dipsy hustle. But listen, Zach's I, the, I live by that. Like Zach, you stay in your lane. You ain't worried about what somebody else got, what they got, what who got. Listen, you just stay with what you got, and, and, and you be thankful for whatever you got. Yeah. Yep. Zach's got us in a quote off over here now. All right. Y'all are, y'all are gonna inadvertently use like movie advice in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, all I can think of when Duall was talking was Jeff Bezos. That's yeah. All I can think of. Yeah. I wouldn't compare Mark. myself to him because he got. His well, I think he's talking about like yeah, exactly his talk- shit. Yeah. Well, oh. His story though, right? Like, yeah. How he started mm-hmm. in a uh, garage, and yeah. then he got quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, and that may not seem like a lot, man, but fuck. It's a, yes, a, yeah, that's a, hey, that's. A, I'll take a quarter yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it's yeah. always funny too, seeing those like articles that come out, and someone's like, "This is how I was able to retire at 35," and then you look at it, it's like. Well, my great granddad died and left me five million. Then yeah. I also cut out going to Starbucks. You're like, wait a second, whoa, 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 whoa. That, that, <laughs> wait a second, it, you just got left five million from your dead great granddad, so that's the end of it. That's why you were able to retire at 35. Like, let's, there's no yes. need for this. And I also started this multi-million dollar company. Well, of course you did, because you had all this money that you could invest into this thing. You know, yeah. so I mean, they leave all that stuff out on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, G. Like they leave that shit out. Yeah, they leave it out. You you just you just gonna give somebody going down this thing like oh you can do this you can do that yes I can but also and and no shade to what type of buffer you had because all of us would take yeah. having an opportunity to have a little bit of a buffer in a heartbeat but you can't leave that shit out yeah I started with six million dollars like <laughs> former president Trump like this motherfucker had so much money ahead of his day like he was good like he didn't have to run for this shit like he was fine regardless yeah Yeah. I was a trust fund baby I'll admit it I got 16 million dollars when I turned 18 and my parents never gave a fuck about me throwing crazy high school mansion parties because frankly it was in the guest house Ten thousand square feet. They couldn't hear me. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you want to start hearing that. Yeah, <laughs> you like never will. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. That's and yeah. There's very few people who post it just because if they're posting stuff like that, they're probably just not the best people to be around because it's probably it's annoying after a while to hear like, oh yeah, I can just go buy you know three Lamborghinis right now, and you're like, all right, I can't be around somebody like this. It's just too wild. But yeah, it is. Dude, a- I don't even like telling people vacations. I'm about to go. it seems like you're bragging yeah i understand that but i also get the weird vibe too sometimes if you tell too many people on vacations like is somebody then gonna tell somebody to rob your house because now like you always see those stories where people are like posting a lot like 
And then it's like, you know, if your Facebook's shareable or whatever, then it's like, well, they know no one's at your house all the time. So, like, it's that weird thing of, like, you know, obviously you want to post a little, like, beach selfie or whatever it may be, like, because you're relaxing and kind of stuff. But, you know, too many people find out. And then all of a sudden it's like, again, the bragging thing comes into it, too, where it feels like, man, how many times does this guy go on vacation? And then what does he uh, what does he do? How much money he's making? What's he complaining about kind of thing? So I, I'll tell you this. You can have whatever the fuck is in my house. I got several game systems and I got a couple pairs of I like I don't like I don't have you know, that shit. Like, like that's fine. Like now also I'm not somebody that's gonna post either. Yeah. All that expensive shit's gonna out, be on me. Yeah. He was like, hey man, listen, you can have it. <laughs> somebody came in like, hey man, well give me your shit. Hey, you can have whatever the fuck you want, dog. I, I don't care. I, you're gonna be mad because you're gonna think I'm gonna have some ridiculous shit and I got regular shit okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, we gotta check Duvall's house we gotta get the bust downs and the Yeezys man <laughs> I ain't got no Yeezys I don't support Yeezys so <laughs> you might you, you now listen you might find some sneakers and some video games cool I can tell you that jerseys yeah but hey that's it <laughs> that's normal stuff. People like, I got an insurance policy. policy yeah, on that. I got regular <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. I got a house, so hey, listen, yeah. I can recoup this. So if you want, take it. I'm not gonna argue with you, Zach. Well, did you so, ever give a an answer to Duvall's question on like a, a life quote from your yeah parents or grandparents? I or? didn't. I didn't because I couldn't think of a good one, but. I mean, the, like, did you ask for the best one or the one that I remember the most? Well, you could give one the of your most, mem- most memorable me. ones. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Are could be useful. It, it, it's on you. And dude, I I probably got to say my fucking dad always told me when I was younger. Um, shit, I probably got to keep talking because my internet connection was like blanked out. <laughs> can y'all see me? Yeah, okay. we got you. Yeah, we, we got you. Um. So my my dad would always tell me I'd have a problem waking up in the morning. My dad and I would always fight about my curfew. He was like, "You need to go to bed about ten o'clock," and I was like, oh, fuck. "So like I'd keep the TV on or something." My my parents' master bedroom was right next to mine, of apart from every other bedroom in the house, right <laughs> next to mine. They heard every fucking thing I did. My dad would come there and be like, you know, you got to get up for school tomorrow, right? And all that shit. And I remember, like, how he would get when he would be like, all right, time to get up. Everybody up. Like, my brother would be up, my mom would be up, and everybody would still be up. And, like, the, the school, like, at the time that I had went to, like, my whole life was literally, like, I could walk to it. It's like, a tenth of a mile from my house. So I was lucky. And um, my dad would always tell me, he's like, well, if you're going to be late, be later. And I never really, like, understood that. And then um, when I got older, like, you know, I started getting appointments for interviews and, like, um, consultations and, like, important shit like that, like meetings and stuff. And I'm never late. Like I don't, I don't wear a watch at all, but I'm never late, and I hardly look at the time. Like I, 
double tap on my phone every so often. Like, I keep in my head like the time, like it's crazy. Like I can, I don't even have my alarm set right now. I can just wake up tomorrow and be up and know I've got to be out of here at six for work. And um, I think a lot of that is like him doing like a reverse psychology. Is like I remember us like. So, like, my school was literally a 30-second to a minute drive. It was two turns. So, turn out of the house, turn on to a North Bend, and then Maple Ridge. Then you're at the school. It was, like, a, a Catholic school. So, I remember, like, my dad purposely driving by it and being like, well, if we're going to be late, we're going to be later. <laughs> and I don't know why that stuck with me, man. Or, like, I can't tell you how that made the difference in me, like, being punctual now, but it, it really fucking did. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened, but I remember that so vividly, man. And this was it. This was like a quote just for me. Like he never said this to my older brother. <laughs> so I don't know, man, maybe he just figured I'd have a problem with being late. He's trying to like get that into my head at an earlier age. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember realizing once I got out, like going to college, I mean, I hated being late. I still hate being late. I'm a. Too, if we want to go, if we want to go quote off again, you know, I'm a. If you're on time, you're late. You know what yep. I'm saying? I I'm a, say, I like I to. Go. I like to show yeah, up. Remember the time? Remember the time? Yes, the yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, I'm with you. I hate. I like because I like one. You like to leave early just in case there's an accident. Or there's traffic, or whatever it may be. You don't have to rush. And then two, just in case you pull up to wherever you're going, and let's just say it's somewhere new, it gives you time to figure out where to park. Let me get my bearings. Where's the restroom? Where's the door? Yeah. Let me. Okay, there's there's a, a sandwich shop over here. I can figure things out. Like if I'm early, I have time to play with. Where I'd rather be in the lobby waiting on that job interview or whatever, thirty or forty five early, because then I know. I'm there. I don't have to worry about rushing, pulling up, parking. If somebody pulls in front of me, I'm a, if if the trash truck or whatever, I'm good. So I'm I, I, that stuck with me. And I remember getting into college and finally realizing my mom would always blame being late places on the kids. And I get it. We had it was three of us. I'm sure there were times we were probably dragging our feet, and it wasn't always on up. It wasn't always her. But then realizing like I like being early to places, and it came to like finally figure out like mom it was you because then she was still late to things when we were all out of the house and we would go somewhere and i'm like it was you the whole time who was pulling everybody and my dad would always say that like <laughs> it ain't uh it ain't it's not y'all it's her you know because she's always and now i see it but it is funny that kind of her being late to practices or not showing up to like you know because if you show up to practice right on time you didn't warm up you didn't stretch you didn't tie cool. your shoes Whatever it was, and then you're already flustered, then you're not focused or whatever. So being being on time or early has been something that I'm always about. Because you can never really get in trouble if you're early to somewhere you have to be. No. No. Now 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 I will add to that, Jacob. So so I, I I'm not doubting the fact of whether whether or not you'll be on time. Anytime I have shit, Tyler has shit, anybody Black hat shit. <laughs> you have, you have adopted the manner of okay, so I don't have to be. If they say it's gonna be a three. I do not need to be there at three. So I'm gonna be there about like three forty five. 
Yeah. And you're not the first one. <laughs> yeah. So 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 you so so I appreciate you're just like, hey, listen. I I know because the first event I had you was like tomorrow. Like like you were here. Yeah. I was like, yo, man, like I ain't even throwing that on the grill yet. And you're like, hey, hey, what, what's what's going on? And I'm like, so now, now like now you <laughs> I will I will throw it out there in different situations. Now if it's someone's cookout and they haven't and they haven't like and they say it's three thirty and I know how it is, and I don't want to help set up or anything, then, yeah, you want to show up an hour yeah. into it so you don't have to help shut up, set up or help throw things on the grill or whatever it may be. So different scenarios on that, I do get that. But when it's something, like, important, per se, more yeah. so on time, but uh, I am yeah, with you, you on that. Yeah. Yes, but Duvall, yes, now... Put a time off, dude, bro. Yeah. It's life or death. <laughs> now, Duvall... You gotta fuck up with somebody's day real hard. Fucking with dude. <laughs> Now, Duvall, I do, I don't, I'm sure you know, I learned about it, obviously, hanging out with you more, and you're referring to CP time, color people, color people time. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize the origination of that, of why CP time is real, but do you know why? Hell no, I just you don't? always knew. So, because so, I, so, I saw this pop up. This oh, is, oh, you're educating me. Oh, this, this is something, this now, is this is something I learned because you'd see it on Twitter, people talk about it. It started because back in the day when when the KKK was going on and there were a lot, they would put up flyers like, dance this Friday, 5 p.m. So, the black people would show up and then they would do horrible things or whatever. How it started yeah. was they would then start realizing, black people realize, all right, let me show up at 5.30, scope it out to make sure it's not a setup. And that's where the origination of color people time came from, was showing up late to make sure they what? weren't getting set up. Yes, because that was, it was used as people would use, white people were using that as a trap to to uh, alert them well, somewhere. Yes. So, so to add to that, that now I, I believe that, but... As a black person, I know if I show up on time, I know I'm going to have to help with shit. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to have to help with plates, napkins, grilling, some shit. They're going to designate me to do shit. So, that's why I show up, like, okay, if the shit starts at 5, if I show up at 6, 6, 15, 9 times out of 10, at least something's on the grill. Whoever's going to be grilling is going to be already on the grill. And for me... I'm good there. Like, okay, cool. We got the grill. I done brought the bottle. We good. I had no idea that that was the origination from it. But I try to be significant. Like, like if it starts at five, I try to be there at like six. Du- Jeeves, when's the last time Duvall showed up one hour? I said, after I'm trying the- to be. <laughs> Because usually, if Duval, if Duval, if the event starts at five, Duval ain't showing up till eight thirty or nine. No, that's Derek. That's Derek. That's Derek. I'm there before Derek. Oh, no, no, Derek. No, Steve, don't, don't do that. Derek shows up at two in the morning. What the hell are you talking about? Definitely yeah, yeah. gonna be there before Derek. He ain't on here either. I'm there before Tyler. Yeah. I don't know. Well, 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 well it depends. Tyler's coming with the baby. That's different. <laughs> no, it's how it's like, oh, you can't use that excuse. Uh, okay. Come on, come on the next one. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the last time Derek beat me to anything. <laughs> well, you have if it wasn't Game of Thrones, he wouldn't beat me. Well, shit. well, du- Duval, you'll you'll have your time this Sunday because we're doing Sunday Fun Day. 
we're we're doing, okay. you know. So if you want to show up, we're throwing stuff on the grill. One one thirty two. So I'm guessing you'll be, a, won't be there. I know exactly. That's what I'm saying. He won't be there till about seven. Till seven. So it's all good. No worries. You go ahead, grab the pizza for the late night. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, okay, that'll work. Yeah. That'll work. That'll work. So okay. you can now have a you can have a self battle between you and Derek on who's gonna show up first. So Oh, I'll be there before Derek. I'm not even worried about it. Okay. All right. Derek will be sleeping while I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. And then y'all are gonna be like, Duval, can you oh, can you carry these up the stairs? Bring <laughs> heavy stuff outside. Jerry's having trouble. No, nah, because I already know Duval be about six, seven, eight shots in. So he just gonna find him a chair, yes. or he's gonna get you on know. the he's gonna get on the pong table and take many of L's, or the cornhole oh, and take many of easy, L's. Easy, so you know, easy, either easy. way. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Uh, so yeah, that was a good uh, quote off. I mean, Duval always brings the I forget the name of those quotes of what it is. The I don't know, man. But you always bring you call a little it Duval something. Quotes. Yeah, you call Duval quotes. What was that, Zach? Proverbs, like Proverbs or, or oh, oh, man. oh man, I went, I went very religious. Okay, okay. okay. I, went, I went to the book of Proverbs. Yeah, a, okay. Apostle Duval over here, Apostle Duval. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's dive into our uh, Jeeves. You got the horn ready? Uh, let me get. This. Oh look, he's a little rusty, a little rusty. Oh man, Jeeves. Oh man, he ain't got the jerseys in the background. I know he just moved. Okay. You know, the jersey's still in the box, man. Sad day. Golly, Jeeves. Uh. All right, hit the horn, Jeeves. There it is. There it is. All right, the Warehouse Distillery Wine of the Bridge Notebook. Zach, I sent you the Google Sheet, Google Excel Sheet, with all the questions in there. You pick a question. Obviously, that's not highlighted. Ask it. If there's a name next to it, read the name. If it says anonymous, just say anonymous, whatever it is. But in this time, I almost forgot again. I was going to ask Duval. We didn't get to a couple weeks ago. The Jurassic Park King, the man who had all the the hat and the shirt on the on the podcast from a couple weeks ago. How was it? Was it Jurassic Park Dominion? Whatever the new one was, it has been getting ripped online. People talk about walking out of the theater. What is your breakdown from that so, movie? So here's my thing. So so you know how they speak on like Spider Man and how they brought everybody back and yep. And I was very critical of that too. I was like, ah, it was okay. Um, from from a Jurassic Park perspective, I, I just feel like it was rushed. I feel like they had to get everything out. They feel like they had to find some type of way to kind of bring so much in one because I believe this is the last one. I mean, I was. I, I was not a fan of it. I just felt like it was it was extremely rushed. Um, the concept was just not what I wanted it to be. And then the action was not where I wanted it to be. It was too much talk and I was like, dog, like 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 just get to some scenes and it, it just it just didn't do it for me. I get the the plot and everything from that perspective and I was like, Okay, this is cool but they really failed me on just how things wanted to end. So, like, for me, I think that this is, like, the second worst one. The last two that they put out were the worst two. So, so now now this is just me. 
objectively, this is just me. So my my ranking, well, I'll say this: this is like probably second. To, it's above number two, but number one to me, it was the first one, the third one, Jurassic World. And then you can add Jurassic 2, this last one, and the other one, and you can kind of spin them however the fuck you want to spin them. But the top three for me was the original Jurassic Park, Jurassic 3, and Jurassic World. Because Jurassic World still brought back a lot of the old vintage nostalgia with the, the, the vehicles and, like, all that other type of stuff. But it's still, like, the, the storyline was just so... Really, it was really good, and I get the last one. I understood the storyline just because of how who they brought back, and then just like how they brought things full circle. But it still just felt rushed, and it just was not. It, it just wasn't it for me. All right, on a scale of zero to five, what's your score? Three. Three. All right. And I'm being modest. Okay. Yeah. It sounds like this three to me seems as, like average, but. Blank. All right. He's being honest as he goes blank. <laughs> he must have some shenanigans going on in the background or something. We don't want us to see, that's all. But Universal just seized his connection. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, you got, did you find a uh, question yet? I did. All right, what you got? I think I have a better one. You can do, we'll do two. Can I do my, can I do my, okay, can I do my own first? Because it's so relevant. Yeah, go for it. It's all I've been thinking about all day. Okay. So, like, do you guys think life is a chess game? Like, politics. And what I say, what I, what I mean by that is, like, um, so, like, speaking about conspiracies for a little bit, I don't know if y'all do conspiracies here or not. I don't know if that's... Yeah. We, we've done a couple okay episodes. Talk about yeah. Or not, but... Um, you know, because Lane Maxwell just got 20 years. Yep. And, you know, Roe versus Wade got overturned. And I was, like, kind of drunk talking with one of my coworkers last night about, like, what do you think about, like, okay, so, like, what if the key players we know, like, you know, Speaker of the House, President of the United States, like, you know, all of the world leaders, like Xi Jinping, like all the all the big players in the world of politics and I, I guess like the scale of global economy and like everything like ethics related, like United Nations, everything. And we're talking about like, who do you think is above that? And I kind of got to talking to him about like how I thought like what if some of this shit is like, you know, based on the, the super, super, super rich people, like people like the Vanderbilts, like the DuPonts, uh, the Rothschilds, like people you don't even hear about because they control and they've controlled so much of the world's money. Like what if, what if like Roe versus Wade being overturned was like, a result of, like, a roulette bet between, like, the Rothschilds and, like, the DuPonts or something like that. Like, do you guys think possible? That's heavy. Yeah. Hopefully that's I won't be killed tonight. That's wild. That's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, that's... That is... 
That's... I feel like they come out with, like, a movie about this every, like, 15 to 20 years or something because I know what you... We, and they're going to have some real shit towards it. Some of that shit's going to be scripted, but some of that shit might be real. So, well, so I'm, I'm with you. And even to throw your... To throw another uh, conspiracy in there, in that Buffalo shooting, there was a one of the guys up there was one of the people who helped create a engine that ran on water. So I saw that shit. So if you're going on your conspiracy on, of course they would want him dead because uh, oil companies would want him dead because that just completely we wouldn't need fossil fuels anymore for a lot of things. And that's also you can go you can dive down that YouTube rabbit hole. That's been the per- first person who made an engine that ran on water got murdered as well. So yeah. that you know, to answer your question, I mean, sometimes it does seem like that, right? Because how do you how do you go almost go back fifty years on something that was just a, a human right that should be up to that person that personal choice that I feel like we've gotten so far and letting people decide what they want to do. Um, I don't know if it was a roulette wheel loss, but that's a deeper dive on that. I mean, uh, but, you know, is there a long play with now that, you know, does somebody in the bag get more money because they're going to end up overturning it, but some kind of organization gets to fund the overturn? I mean, now you're seeing people, you know, Democrats, as soon as they lost, sent out their emails about fund our campaign, right? So... Did they kind of use this to fund their campaign so they could get reelected because they haven't done shit for this whole you know term or whatever? But yeah. I mean that's a whole other side conversation to get into all that. But I don't know. Sometimes that's just so over my head and trying to think about it and just I try to just enjoy life because if you think too hard about that <laughs> stuff, you can just whew, it can be stressful. You go down a, you go down a huge yeah, like like I, I think. Uh, You know, there, there's so much, there's so many, there's so many levels to that shit, and and, and I I think in, in terms of conspiracy theories, I think there's some truth to it, and I think there's some non-truth to it. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I I, I don't know the truth to how this shit went, but I do think that there is a deeper meaning as to why things went the way that they went. Um, I mean, shit, you, you look at so many different, and I'm just speaking from a black perspective, how many African-Americans have been killed for shit, like, and they didn't find the fucking killer, like, like, there's so much built into what people have tried to innovate and try and come to the forefront to try and present and if this type of information gets out, it could be deemed negative for the community or like certain people might not benefit as much as they want to. Um, so I say all that to say that I, 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 I think there's a lot of there's a lot of gray area for this shit. And, and I, I, I can't speak who's right or who's wrong. But what I can say that this is some wild shit. And I, I in no way, shape or form think that a lot of the shit that has went on is right. But I think there's a lot of motherfuckers that's going to benefit from the shit. And, and I don't think it's going to be in the right way. And I just hate that that's the situation that we're in. And that's the life that we're in in 2022. As many, as far as 
we've tried to progress and try and get better, it feels like shit. We've taken three steps back to take one step forward. Yeah. Well, even Duvall, you talk speak on that. Now we're it's coming to light. I mean, if you watch that, you watch Snowfall that the government put oh God, crack bro, cocaine like oh. in the black communities to fund the war on drugs. I mean. You start Absolutely. getting into all that stuff that's, like you said, these documents that are coming back, that are coming out, and these th- papers that are getting released. To Zach's point, like you said, there's it seems like there's something happening that we aren't privy to of why there are these steps back and what is what is going to be the ramifications of that as well. And that's the tough part because as an African-American, I know the type of buzz and the type of, of change that we have been able to to manipulate across the country crack cocaine is an example like for us to be in this position like like it, it they funded this shit just to fuck up like just that community and of course that's a whole another podcast yeah. but it's just like you realize how much of an impact as as an african-american race we've done from hip-hop to R&B, to everything. Look at how much of an impact we've had on R&B and hip-hop over the past 20, 30 years. And then you look at how just the world has transcended that. Like, just the the sneaker industry. Like, everything has just changed just through just athletics, every type of, you name it, we've been able to do it. And now it's just like for it to come to all fruition, it's just like for it to just the way it's done the community and the way it's done the city and the way it's done like just the world, it's just like what the fuck? But I I digress because that's a whole nother can of worms <laughs> that we be open. Snowfall's a good show though, by the way. That shit is wild. Yeah. Oh my god. So what do you I feel like I just opened a subject we could go on for like a whole nother pod. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. Another you, hour you, oh you could because that's just it is. Like you said, it's it's that unfathomable money that we you can't even think of that people making moves because they can yep. and everybody finds I mean, there's shows about it everywhere, from scandal to whatever of just how it's not necessarily always about the policies, it's about who knows Who's got what dirt on somebody, right? Like, all right, I did this for you. Now you got to do that. Scratch my back, scratch your back. Oh, I've got more money. I'm going to fund this. I mean, you break down the whole gun scenarios because half the damn politicians are funded by all these gun enthusiast places that if they t- if they exile them, they won't even be able to run for office because all that money goes out. And that's the whole money reason of this going. Yep. And, and, that's, and that's why it keeps sticking around when it's like we're obviously seeing it's killing fucking kids to everybody and it's like why can't something it seems so easy you know you can pass a law to get people to stop protesting in a heartbeat but you can't pass a law to to, to restrict some of these guns and it's just you're like wait who's pulling these strings around here yep. so to zach's point yeah, yeah, yeah. on the top i mean obviously there's something going on as well yeah. absolutely so yeah that was a uh, i'm sure how long did how late did you stay up last night talking to your coworker about that because Dude, dude, honestly, honestly, not even that late. And then, like, when I got back, like, 
um, I've had ESPN classics on, so like before I went to dinner, it had uh, like dude, I because I I never watched like shit like that, but before I went for to dinner, it had Super Bowl forty two is where New New England lost to Eli. Okay, and then after that, it had like uh, I forget I don't know if it was a thirty or thirty, but it was like Warren Sapp was talking about how like there was a game where he hit a ref, right? But he didn't really hit the ref. It, like, if you rewatch, I don't fucking know what game it was from, which I'm so aggravated about, but basically what it was is he was talking about, like, how the NFL is, like, they hold this thing over, like, their players of, like, oh, we're, like, an organization that, like, helps, like, players and, like, players who are learning to, like, you know, know the game and, like, they find him $50,000 for hitting this ref. But, like, when you watch the game footage and, like, the, the slow motion replays, like, he, he he was running onto the field and, like, went like this and, like, tapped into the ref. And, like, he was talking about, like, how persistent the NFL was about finding him this fifty grand, And he had, like, got his attorneys involved. He had got all these, like, high-level people involved. Because he was like, listen, I've got 50 grand to pay you guys. Like, you cut it from my salary. But, like, it's the principle. I didn't, I didn't hit this rep. Like, he, he's fucking lying. It's, it's kind of like the Rudy Giuliani thing. He's like, I didn't hit the guy. Like, it wasn't me. But the NFL bargained with him. And eventually what what uh, Warren Sapp was talking about was, like, they reached an agreement to where, like, he wouldn't have to apologize, but he was going to get fined half the money originally. So it's $25,000. And he was joking about, like, it paying, like, um, writer salaries for, like, uh, two weeks or some shit like that. And I started thinking about more into that conversation that I had with Felix, one of my coworkers, about the conspiracy thing. And I'm like, bro, even, like, our organizations have some shit that's like you wish it's like it's like you can you can think about a million different um outcomes of why that happened right and you can i guess you can formulate in your head and say like well there's a conspiracy about everything but at the end of the day it's like when there's a lot of weird shit that comes out with something about something and and you don't exactly know how to explain it or, like, how to elaborate exactly how, like, I guess, like, um, not every detail, but you're not even able to explain, like, why this even happened in the first place. And I guess that kind of leads me to think, like, fuck, man, there's stuff out there that, like, we don't know yet, but we'll know soon. Yeah. And I'm not a very, like, conspiratorial person in general because I'm the same with you, Jacob. I'm like, dude, even even like for a second of getting into that, it's just like, I have so much going on in my personal life. Like, thinking about high-level shit is just like, it's so much, man, but yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. About. Yeah, if you want to go sports conspiracies, I'd say Super Bowl 50, NFL rigged it so Peyton Manning could go out on top, but 
You think so? Oh yeah. You that, think so? Oh yeah, yeah. That's but we know that's what we've talked about that multiple times, and we can you know we can save that for another podcast again as well. But there was no way the Panthers were going to win that game against the Golden Boy Peyton Manning to get him his second Super Bowl with his second team and against the young Panthers team that beat all the odds, only lost once that season. So I mean. The, the field was like playing on ice skates and they could yeah, yeah. the pl- the the play the penalties the cotchery no catch catch was so yeah all right what's your uh what's your second question okay so i saw a couple on here i'm gonna pick one um yeah josh hurley um so i can pick one if it says like can I pick one that says anonymous? Yeah, absolutely. Like as long as it table? as long as it's not highlighted. As long as it's not highlighted. Yep. Um That eliminated one of his questions. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and while he's looking, also a reminder, uh Survivor comes back, our fantasy game. September 21st is the first episode. Damn, that quick? Yeah, so get, you know, you got a couple months, so no worries. But if you want to start doing your research, and then obviously our NFL Pick'em will be back as well. I think the first week of the season is the beginning of September. So we'll do that podcast episode September 20th. Survivor's back 21st, and Fantasy Game will be up and running again. All right, Zach, what you got? I have, to ask, I have to. This isn't even my choice, but I'm asking it. All right. Um, how much money to take a shot of Portage on juice after an hour to NASCAR race? <laughs> uh, this one's. I mean, this has got to be at the very least in the six figures. Um, but I probably got to go close a shot. I mean, we're talking a regular single shot. If you brought out. $100,000 cash in a case, the decision, it, I, I think I'd go for it. I'd probably yak everywhere for days and days, but I think the lowest I'd go would be at least $100,000. Yeah, I, I would was, was right, right around that same price. Um, just give me that and then give me a case of water and I'm drinking the case of water. Duvall didn't move for a total of 35 seconds while this question was asked and answered. So let me see where he's at with this. Yeah, you give, 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 give me 250000 Okay. And and you give me a chase of Gatorade and whatever the fuck else you got. You give me a case. I don't even need a case. You just give me something that can water this shit down and some Listerine. And yeah. then I'll take it, whatever it is. Okay. I'll deal with it. It's only a shot. Yeah. You give me that. You give me that two hundred and fifty, and I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. Y'all gonna leave me? I ain't even going. I ain't even going to the damn break. You don't even make it to the bathroom. No, I, I'm going home. No, no. I'm going. Home. I'm, not, I'm not even going to the race. I'm, I'm gonna. Kidding. I'm gonna demand at least because I'm you, probably gonna throw up everywhere. Pro either throw up in the grass or at least I need like one of those nice motor. Coach you might not. You might not. Motor you coach. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. Uh, I need one of them nice motor coach homes where I can go inside and throw up or whatever too. So that'll be drawn up in the deal, but. Yeah, all right, Zach, hey, what's your what number? You, you, you might need to add your little case of liquor with it. Like, hey, just, just, just add a little... There's going to be enough watered down... There's going to be enough watered down piss in there that it'll... <laughs> all right, Zach, what you got? What's your number? Man, there's con- there's contingencies to it. I feel like... um, Yeah, like... I'd be intoxicated before I took a shot of it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably say like back when I was like working at Martinsville yeah. KDR, I'd probably do it for five grand. Wow. Wow. But you not at you not working for Martinsville yeah. now. Wow. So this is you now. Like this is you now. Now? Yeah. Probably like twenty five K. Wow. There, there, there. You lowballing. In the morning, oh, I'd do it for 25 Wow. Okay. You know, oh, oh, why? Because it's fresh? Because the motherfuckers ain't drunk? They ain't that morning. drunk? Huh? They ain't that drunk? That's why you're doing it early in the morning? The Modelo early morning shit is mostly going to be liquid. There's not going to be a whole <laughs> lot of solid matter in that. You can chase that down with some Jose Cuervo, man, some gold. Hey, man. It just tastes like nothing. I'm, I'm, you know, this this oh. sounds personal. Like you done done this shit before. Yeah. Like, you're real specific with it. That's what you know. Um, like, you're real specific with the Jose. You want to, you could just chase it down. Like, hey, did y'all want to know a story real quick? Like, oh ask. god, this sounds bad. This sure, sounds we'll, bad. We'll, like we'll um, finish it off. Y'all please. know? Uh, oh shit, so good. Guys on my friends list too. Um, <laughs> you know uh, Ron Francis from the Hurricanes, right? Yeah. No. So Michael Francis is <laughs> follows me on Facebook, so he's probably gonna see this shit. Oh well. Um, his son, like, we got invited. Like my senior year, one of my friends got invited. My friend Jake got invited to his like house party. So like in their kitchen, they have like popcorn on like the counter kitchen. These are they're rich. So like um. My friend Luke was talking to me about like um, shit corning, oh, and I was man. I was like, no, dude, I was like, no. So apparently, it's when like you shit out a popcorn kernel and like you put it in the microwave, and it can still pop like pop. Oh, basically, they did that. It wasn't me. They did that this person we all slept the night <laughs> the morning after is when it happened and nobody knows to this day <laughs> whether anyone ate the communal popcorn or not oh but, yeah that's what that reminds me of and i started thinking about it because i'm like if you didn't know or were able to dissociate it <laughs> In a way, like, how much would you be willing to do? Because, like, you know how everyone is like, oh, dude, I did, like, I would, wouldn't do some gay shit unless it was for, like, a billion dollars, man. But, like, what if you didn't know you were doing the gay shit? You know what I mean? <laughs> you're bringing, you're bringing all the heat. Conspiracies, talking about right? hypotheticals. You, <laughs> I am. No but this behind the paywall, my grandparents definitely can't see this now. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to have you back on a conspiracy pod and then maybe one of those other pods there. But, I mean, we're almost at an hour and a half, so we probably should. Anybody with some final thoughts before I shit my pants over here? I'm good, man. I could probably go on for another hour. So. 
Well, I definitely would need a restroom break before we go on for another hour, but Zach, man, I appreciate you stopping through. We'll definitely have to have you back. Duval, Jeeves, hope to see you on Sunday. Appreciate you stopping through. And then, yeah, we'll be back with a new episode probably August, mid-August, end of August, just because it's summertime, vacations, stuff going on. But this was a good pause on to end this on before we go on our little summer vacation for the pod. Heavy Heavy pause, pause. yeah. But, But, yeah, so... Other than that, Zach, stick around a little bit afterwards so I can grab a screen grab off of the recording. But Jeeves, man, how do we end it? Peace. Oh, it's fine.